Bring it. Well, a huge welcome, everybody, to this episode of Feud for Thought. And I don't quite know how it's going to manifest itself as I go forward, because my as-ever esteemed colleague, me, Martin Hill, isn't here tonight. That wasn't me trying to do an impression of him, and um, I didn't come in loud enough, to be honest, let's be fair. But uh, yeah, me, Martin Hill, is otherwise engaged. And I thought it was only fair because at a time recently when I, Ben Simmons, was otherwise engaged, Martin Hill managed to put together an edited version of previous episodes of our podcast. But I'm going to try manfully to uh, hold the fort on my own tonight. So it may be a slightly truncated episode. But I'll do the very best I can. And uh, thank you for your support as ever. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. But those of you who regularly enjoy tuning in to the dulcet tones of the hill, as I know him, um, may find yourselves slightly disappointed. But bear with me. Don't go anywhere. Don't switch it off. Oh, no. Stick around because I still have some stuff to talk to you about. And... um, What I've been doing, some of you may know, I have my own radio show in Essex on Phoenix FM. Um, And over the same time as the Euros were going on, I hosted the Chocolate Bar World Cup on Twitter and uh, talked about it extensively on my own radio show. Some of you may already be aware of this. And if you are, then thanks for your support there. If not, I think it would make an intriguing start to this podcast to talk about chocolate bars. Now, we have got a history of discussing deep subjects on Feud for Thought. Um, Plane crashes obviously have cropped up in the past. Uh, Data protection and privacy has cropped up. Politics, uh, the likes of Trump, the monarchy with the royal family, controversial figures and how you deal with the fallout from a celebrity who has a body of work being revealed to have... um, questionable pasts and things like that and can you ignore their work so we have dealt with tough topics but obviously many of you will be aware we've dealt with the occasional frivolous light-hearted topic as well such as movie franchises such as what is everybody's favorite bag of crisps you know so i think that coming up with a definitive list of the uk's favorite chocolate bars is always going to be useful um And, you know, you can search online and find all kinds of lists going on. But I did a series of polls in the style of a World Cup. And I think, therefore, really, I've managed to find some deeper data (laughs) about what people's favourite chocolate bars are. So I'm going to go through each group with you. Yes, there were four groups of eight. We started off with 32 chocolate bars. You may think, yeah, that's fine. When you actually think about the criteria difficult it's difficult to come up with 32 chocolate bars not a bag of sweets oh no you can't count things like skittles like revels like m&ms you know like giant buttons they're not chocolate bars it's got to be a bar of chocolate 
and all right now i've opened myself up for criticism because there may be some in this where you go it's not strictly a bar of chocolate yet all right it's something that comes in a bar basically not a packet that was the criteria so you know let's break this down let's get into it the first group in the world cup of chocolate bars was galaxy ripple kit kat chunky a snickers and a twix so four big hitters in the same group you know the groups were decided at random and uh, there were 32 chocolate bars in total the harsh thing about this world cup was it goes straight to the quarterfinals so only the group winners of the eight groups progress no unnecessary round of 16 in this tournament <laughs> oh no so we've got galaxy ripple you know for me i do like the flavor of a galaxy you know but this is strictly the galaxy ripple <clears throat> the sort of galaxy's flake attempt but also covering it um kit kat chunky and if if often i'm in a shop with a perusal of chocolate bars in front of me and have to decide on one i will frequently go for a kit kat chunky uh, if I was voting in this competition, that would have got my vote in this group. Galaxy Ripple, Kit Kat Chunky, a Snickers and a Twix. So, well, I will tell you, I was surprised because Twix, it's two chocolate bars in one packet, really, isn't it? Because you get two of the same, um, which is good value, surely. Um, but the winner, quite a comfortable winner was your classic Snickers. Yes, formerly known as Marathon, but a classic Snickers made it through. Galaxy Ripple, 28% of the vote. Kit Kat Chunky, 24%. Twix, 8%. Snickers, 40% of the vote. So the Snickers made it through, which is harsh on those other big hitting chocolate bars, eliminated in the first group out, end of the group stage. Way back in March that happened and didn't even make it. But the Snickers went through to the knockout rounds. I bet you're all wondering what's coming in the other groups. Well, keep listening. You will find out, I promise. Um, so group two featured the Double Decker, the Picnic, the Mint Aero and the classic Mars Bar. Now, I have to admit, if I was faced with that choice, I, I always think Mars Bar is a bit too vanilla, although not in its strict sense, if you know what I mean. Just a bit dull. It's a Mars Bar. Yeah, I had that. I'm past it now. I want something more interesting. For me, the double decker in that group would win every time, but not in the votes. Oh, no. But you've got to love a double decker. There's something about that. Is it nougat in a double decker? And even a picnic is great. Is it nutty? Is it raisiny? Is it? wafery caramel inside you know so much to a picnic even a mintero i've enjoyed at times and i've enjoyed those mintero bubble things you get in a packet but it doesn't qualify for this it's not a bar but you can get a mintero bar so it qualifies um but yes my favorite in that group double decker but the voting went like this double decker 25 percent of the vote picnic 12 and a half percent of the vote Mintero, 29% of the vote. Mars Bar, 33.5% of the vote. The classic Mars Bar. 
I can remember my mum telling me her and her brother used to think it was an amazing treat to get a Mars bar. I think their mum and dad would let them have a Mars bar some days when they were little. And my mum's brother would consume it instantly. My mum would get a knife and cut the Mars bar up into really small bits and eat them much more slowly and then gloat at her brother that she had loads left and he'd got rid of his and didn't make it last over a long enough amount of time. So there's stuff you can do like that with Mars bars. I think we talked with Rachel Willett as well about a deep fried Mars bar. So, well, I guess you could deep fry any of the chocolate bars on here. Um, but yeah, I was surprised a Mars bar was victorious. So straight away, double decker picnic and aero are no more in the tournament. What a shocker, I hear you say. Um, and that's just group two. There's six more groups to go. So Snickers and a Mars bar are the ones through as group winners. The rest have been eliminated. What about group three? Again, there's big ones in every group. Group three was your classic dairy milk caramel, formerly known as Cadbury's caramel. If you're old enough, you'll remember being advertised in the 80s by a cartoon female rabbit with quite a sexy voice. Even though I was eight and nine at the time, I didn't really understand why I enjoyed that advert, but <laughs> clearly left some impression on me. But formerly Cadbury's caramel, now simply known as dairy milk caramel. Then your finger of fudge, which again, when we talked with Rachel Willett about this recently, she was bemoaning the fact it seems to have changed flavour. I haven't been too aware of that. Maybe my taste buds have changed as I've got older. But yes, the finger of fudge in group three, as is something lesser known to me. Although I have had it, a Kinder Bueno. Seems very light. Yes, you've got that sort of milky, kindery taste. Um, and then fluffiness inside. I guess it's kind of like a sort of slightly more luxurious milky way, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, Kinder Bueno and then your good old fashioned plain Yorkie. Now, this would be tough for me because I've always liked Cadbury's caramels, dairy milk caramels, whatever they're known as. But I think if I was faced with that choice of four, I would go for a Yorkie every time, you know. It's just something plain and simple about a Yorkie. And that controversial marketing that would be totally unacceptable these days. It's not for girls. Um, yeah, which was bizarre, wasn't it? Way back when. But let me tell you what happened in this group. So we had Dairy Milk Caramel, Finger of Fudge, Kinder Bueno and a Yorkie. And the resounding winner was a Dairy Milk Caramel. Top of the group. All the others gone by the wayside. 39% of the vote, the Dairy Milk Caramel, 15% the Finger of Fudge, 15% the Kinder Bueno, 31% the Yorkie. So the Yorkie put up a good fight, but it wasn't to be. Caramel goes through. So the three in the knockout stages now, Snickers, Mars Bar, Dairy Milk Caramel. What about Group 4 and getting us halfway through the groups in this World Cup of Chocolate Bars? Well, group four saw, again, classic ones going up against each other. A bounty, a topic, a crunchy and a whisper. Now, didn't something weird happen with whisper where they stopped making them? And then there was some kind of I think it was online, wasn't it? Sort of online clamour for them. And they brought them back just because of the online clamour. 
that's something vaguely that I remember about it. But anyway, yeah, bounty, topic, crunchy and whisper. I've always enjoyed, I will admit, and I may be in a minority, I have always enjoyed the flavour of a topic. I'm just going to have a drink. There is going to be a slight pause while I have a drink. See, if Martin Hill was here, we could have covered that slight pause, that hiatus, but not to be tonight. Oh, no, if ever I'm going to have a drink, you're going to know about it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I did, out of those four, controversially, I may choose a topic, you know. Bounty, yes, it's got coconut in, can be quite nice. You have to be in the mood for it. Topic, I always enjoyed the flavour, but it felt like a smaller option. That was the only problem. Again, if you love your honeycomb, you've got to love a crunchy. And Whisper, well, there was a clamour for it to come back. Um, and, yeah, maybe there's something about it. What is it? The shape of it? The uh, What shape is a Whisper? I don't know how to describe it. A rhombus? No, it's not that, is it? <laughs> anyway, what happened in the voting here in Group 4? Bounty, 15% of the vote. Topic... 8% of the vote, very small, crunchy, a resounding 54% of the vote, and whisper, 23% of the vote. So there you go. Crunchy, comfortably making it through. The biggest group winner so far from group four. All the others gone. Right. Um, what happened in group five to tell you about? Well, again... They're all good so far. There was no sort of clutching at straws to find a chocolate bar to take part. Group five had something with maybe a much older heritage than some of the chocolate bars. The Fry's Chocolate Cream, originally made many, many years ago. Fry's Chocolate Cream, your classic Milky Way, the Curly Whirly. They've got smaller as time's gone on, haven't they? And your Lion Bar. So fries, chocolate cream, Milky Way, Curly Whirly and a lion bar. I always thought a lion bar was quite like a picnic, but the picnic had raisins. Is there more to it than that or is it just me? If you've been affected by any of the chocolate bars I've talked about so far in this program, then please um, get in touch at the usual Twitter account at Feud Thoughts on Twitter. We'd like to know what are your favourite chocolate bars? Do you agree? with the voting that's happened so far. I will recap again once I've been through everything because we're barely halfway through the groups. I'm quite pleased the amount of time it's taken so far. It's not going to be uh, <laughs> too truncated an episode, maybe. Um, so, yeah, group five, fries, chocolate cream, Milky Way, Curly Whirly, Lion Bar. Yes, a Lion Bar for me is a picnic without raisins. Curly Whirly, mm, it's okay. It it was more exciting when you were a kid because they were massive. They used to be really long, didn't they, the curly-whirly? But um, I'm sure as time's gone on and with the attempt to make kids have less sugar, they've had to reduce their size. Um, again, when we spoke to Rachel Woollett on a recent episode, she said something weird had happened to Milky Ways and they'd changed. I haven't had a Milky Way myself for such a long time. I wouldn't know too much about that. Clearly, for me, a huge favourite in this group. I've all. I think if I had to pick my ultimate chocolate bar out of all, I would go for a Fry's chocolate cream. I absolutely love them. There may be people out there listening to this now going, "Ah, oh, God, what's wrong with you?" And you know, if you feel that strongly, then tweet us at Few Thoughts. Let us know 
you feel that strongly. Um, and I'm delighted to say in group five of this chocolate bar World Cup, the Fry's chocolate cream was victorious uh, by quite a wide margin. 44% of the vote, the Milky Way, 19% of the vote, the Curly Whirly, 6% of the vote, very small, and the Lion Bar, 31% of the vote. I was surprised the Lion Bar did that well. But yeah, Fry's chocolate cream way out in front and progressed to the knockout stages. So on to group six. Now, there may be some you hadn't considered and you're thinking, hang on, are there any left? Or you're outraged that something you instantly thought about hasn't even featured until group six. There's only eight groups. Anyway, group six was a Turkish delight, a star bar, a flake and a milky bar. Now, as much as I would have loved to see a flake go up against a galaxy ripple, that's not the way the groups fell. Uh, <laughs> flake had to go up against Turkish Delight, Star Bar and a Milky Bar. Now, we haven't talked about Boost yet. That's in a group to come. But for me, a Star Bar and a Boost, very similar. Was a Boost based on a Star Bar? Who knows? If anyone knows, let us know. At Feud Thoughts. Um, now, Extra things to tell you about in this group in case you didn't know. First of all, Turkish Delight, for me, probably the least favourite thing in the whole tournament. Vile, I thought. Apologies if anyone out there likes it, but it's just like a big block of jelly covered in chocolate and the jelly tasted of flowers <laughs> to me. And could never stand a Turkish Delight. Didn't like the texture, didn't like the unnecessary flowery taste horrible <laughs> uh, star bar i enjoyed them when i was younger I haven't had one for many a year a flake yeah you can't go wrong is it better in an ice cream though you know than on its own i would have a galaxy ripple on its own i would always be thinking about bits of a flake ending up on the floor you know are you eating all you pay for that's the dilemma uh, now milky bar why do i have such an affinity with a milky bar well just in case you don't know this about me and you're tuning into this podcast if this is your first time tuning in thanks for being here you're about to learn something about one of the regular hosts and i'd like um a revelation of similar sorts from the hill when he's back as i'm about to give you now if you don't know this this is absolutely true in 1987 i auditioned to be the milky bar kid at the time the milky bar kid he wasn't a cowboy anymore. He was going into some sort of space theme. They'd gone vaguely sci-fi with the Milky Bar Kid. Still had to have blonde hair and wear glasses, though. But I auditioned to be the Milky Bar Kid in 1987 out of about 900 kids. And I came second in the audition. And have heartily believed the phrase, first the worst, second the best, ever since. <laughs> But the kid that came first only filmed the TV advert that was shown at that time for a while and did nothing else. I got to do a lot of personal appearances as the Milky Bar Kid and appeared at carnivals on floats, uh, went to photo shoots, attended events as the Milky Bar Kid, maybe 10 different events throughout the year or something like that. And uh, got to wear some sort of silver outfit and cape to try and make the Milky Bar Kid a spaceman. Um, he still had a gang of kids and some weird reptile thing that was evil. 
I vaguely remember. And a wonderful time was had by all. And as a result, I'm thrilled to be able to report to you all on this very podcast that the Milky Bar went through in Group 6. Yes, it topped the group. The vile Turkish delight, (laughs) which some people may like, got 11% of the vote. The Star Bar, 33% of the vote. The Flake, 11% of the vote. And the Milky Bar, 45% of the vote. There you go. Milky Bar made it through. And that is absolutely true. In 1987, for a year, I was the Milky Bar kid. Um, Many of you may know that already. If you didn't, you may be shocked to your very core right now. But it's absolutely true. Um, Okay, two groups were left. We haven't even got to the knockout stages yet. I've managed to make this last 20 minutes. I'm pleased with myself. Hopefully the hill will be as well. Uh, (laughs) Group seven saw these chocolate bars go up against each other. And I will admit there's one in here I don't know if I've ever had. A boost, a dime bar, a twirl, and a caramac. Now for me, caramac, unknown quantity. Couldn't tell you too much about it. Clearly there's something caramelly about it. And clearly there's something that um, is waterproof as well because it's a mac. Or it could be an Apple computer because it's a Mac. Yes. All right. I've made a pun. Let's all move on and deal with it. So uh, the boost. Yeah. For me, if that if I was faced with those choices, boost would win. Boost would win. There may be the purists that wanted to see the boost up against the star bar, but that was never going to happen. Um, and also what's going on with dime bars when they were first brought into the UK? Maybe they came from Europe, but it was just D-I-M-E, dime bars. Now they're spelt D-A-I-M. I don't get why they changed the spelling, but it's dime slash dime bar. Um, Quite like them, though. They had that sort of nutty caramelly hint, didn't they? Uh, Yeah. And the sort of snappy. It sort of broke apart, didn't it, quite nicely. Twirl. Yeah, twirl's okay. Twirl, I guess, is Cadbury's version of a galaxy ripple. I was comparing it to a flake. I hadn't even thought about the twirl. There you go. and Caramac. Can't tell you too much about a Caramac. If we've got any Caramac lovers out there, then please tweet us, especially at Feud Thoughts. What the heck is a Caramac like? Anyway, um, the Boost was victorious in this group. So all the others fell by the wayside. Boost, 39% of the vote. Dime, 15. 12, 31. Caramac, also 15. So, yeah, the Boost progressed to the knockout stage um and then we had the final group of chocolate bars i know what you're thinking i can't believe there are this many widely available chocolate bars in the uk or are you also thinking you've missed out more than four you should have had 20 groups um (laughs) you'll have to let us know anyway group eight then featured these time out nestle crunch Maltesers Teasers Bar, mm, that's the official name of it, and a Toffee Crisp. Yeah, see, ones you may have forgotten. Time out, I would have forgotten. And I was very surprised, I'll tell you the results, but uh, Nestle Crunch, I nearly forgot. Maltesers Teasers Bar, yes, Maltesers aren't really chocolates, but they made it into a bar. You know, they're not a chocolate bar, I mean, but they've made it into a bar with that bar you can buy now. And then... Clearly, a toffee crisp is 
it's in that brand of lion and picnics for me, a toffee crisp in that same sort of league. Um, it's all right. And again, a timeout. I'd forgotten what timeout was like. Is it sort of got a bit of biscuit in or a wafer? I can't remember too much about a timeout. I have had one. And Nestle Crunch, again, it's got some sort of, well, obviously it's got a crunch to it. But I was surprised. Um, the Nestle Crunch, huge winner in the final group, group eight. So we had a timeout with 9%. Nestle Crunch with 46% of the vote. Maltesers Teasers Bar with 27%. And a toffee crisp with 18% of the vote. So uh, let me just go back over my notes and remind you of the eight qualifiers. So we had Snickers, Mars Bar, Dairy Milk Caramel, Crunchy, um, Fries Chocolate Cream, Milky Bar, Boost and Nestle Crunch. And following... Um, what can occasionally happen in football tournaments. There was no predestined route. There was a draw for the quarterfinals, a random draw which took place live on my radio show in Essex. Yes, it did happen. <laughs> and the first quarterfinal was a heart-wrencher for me because it saw a boost against Fry's Chocolate Cream. Boost versus Fry's. And as I've already stated in this recording, for me, a fries chocolate cream would win every time. I do like a boost. It wouldn't be an easy choice, but it would definitely come down on the side of the fries chocolate cream for me. But not in this case. Oh, no. The boost was victorious. 60% of the votes went to the boost and just 40% to the fries chocolate cream. So it may be one of the chocolate bars in this tournament with the oldest heritage but didn't make it past the quarterfinals. It was the England football team of the 2000s. Um, yeah, fries, chocolate cream is gone. Boost progresses to the semis. How fabulous. What about quarterfinal two? I think I need another drink to prepare myself for this. Apologies. Um, quarterfinal two saw the dairy milk caramel up against a Mars bar. Um, dairy milk slash Cadbury's caramel up against a Mars bar. Caramel resounding victor. Not even close. Shocking result, really. Dairy milk caramel, 83% of the vote. Mars bar, 17%. See, maybe that's the point where people have gone. A Mars bar, that fluffy stuff, bit of caramel, bit of chocolate. Dairy milk caramel, it just tastes nicer. It's just simpler. It's just better. Mars bar is just a bit too, too traditional, really. Dairy milk caramel came along and blew it out the water. So, yeah. So our first two semi-finalists were the boost and the dairy milk caramel. What next? Quarterfinal three saw the crunchy against the milky bar. And wow, was the voting tight in this one closest quarterfinal it's the equivalent of going to extra time and penalties really um we didn't have the agony of that in the chocolate bar world cup but yes crunchy versus a milky bar very different honeycomb covered chocolate and just your pure white chocolate with a nice flavor difficult but the milky bar edged it yes uh, the milky bar was on me that evening oh yes i was happy <laughs> So we've got the crunchy 
with 47% of the vote and the Milky Bar with 53%. It was so close. Few votes either way could have provided a different result. And I have to say, this could be bring out a whole new side to this tournament. You get those boxes of celebrations, don't you, and heroes and stuff now. Just a tiny little bit of a crunchy individually wrapped is fabulous. But, you know, at this point, the Milky Bar went through, joining the Dairy Milk Caramel and the Boost in the semi-finals. Milky Bar progressed. And then the fourth and final quarterfinal, possibly giving us one of the most surprising results in terms of the voting. Because quarterfinal four saw the unfancied Nestle Crunch against the very fancied Snickers. And I say shock result because <laughs> it was the only one in any poll I conducted during this entire Chocolate Bar World Cup process where one side received 0% of the vote. Um, <laughs> slightly unbelievable, but it happened. And the Nestle Crunch got zero. The Snickers, 100% of the vote. Incredible. When faced with those two choices, that's what the public voted for. Snickers resounding success. I wonder if anybody knows too much. It's the kind of thing that The Hill could research. Maybe I'll get The Hill to research and then respond to this podcast with a podcast of his own. Um, but why did Marathon Bar change its name to Snickers? There, There is a reason. Probably many people out there know the reason. If you know, tweet us at Feud Thoughts, please. Just send us a tweet. I'd love to see it. Why did they change their name to Snickers? Didn't they then change it back again? for a short while or was that just a promotional thing recently i can't remember it is still officially a snickers but yeah it was a marathon bar when i was a kid nestle crunch was always a nestle crunch i guess although i'm sure having said that the company nestle had an advert out that was nestle's milky bar nestle rather than nestle am i going mad nestle's milky bar i don't know maybe i'm going mad but anyway in this quarterfinal, Nestle Crunch, 0% of the vote. Snickers, a resounding, huge, unbeatable, 100% of the vote. Literally incredible. So that gave us our full roster of semi-finalists. Um, the Boost, the Dairy Milk Caramel, the Milky Bar and the Snickers. And the draw happened. Yes, another draw happened. <laughs> it was full of excitement those evenings. And semi-final one was the Dairy Milk Caramel against the Boost. Semi-final two was the Milky Bar against the Snickers. It was literally all to play for. So, well, can I even contain my excitement and explain this to you? What I was pleased about was the two semi-finals probably attracted more votes than anything so far in the tournament, which was nice. And, you know, when it's just sudden death knockout, knock out chocolate bars against each other far more entertaining uh, <laughs> dairy milk caramel versus a boost what would you choose you know it's getting tough isn't it the choices um the caramel i'm delighted to say was victorious the caramel was the first finalist confirmed yes dairy milk caramel 65 percent of the vote the boost 35 so pretty Pretty resounding, pretty clear-cut decision there. Um, 
even in the other semi-final, I guess you'd say it was a clear-cut decision, although it was closer, we saw the Milky Bar go up against the Snickers. Never, never going to be straightforward. In fact, I can remember seeing votes come in during my radio show and they fluctuated. One was leading, then the other, then it swapped again. And I think it swapped a fourth and final time and then that ran away with it. And the Snickers progressed. The Snickers was the second finalist in the inaugural Chocolate Bar World Cup. Commiserations to Milky Bar. I may have been the Milky Bar kid in 1987, but it did not make it to the final. Just like me, finished second in those auditions, never quite got over it. <laughs> Milky Bar had 43% of the vote. The Snickers, 57% of the vote, which made the final Snickers versus Caramel. Snickers versus Caramel, or for some, Caramel versus Snickers even. And how do you convey the emotion of a final like that? It was a truly huge event. Um, received more votes than anything, was online for longer than other polls. It was crazy and it was happening. I think it happened, yeah, just before uh, the real Euros were taking place to really capture the hearts of the nation. Um, I mean, the Euro, it was in between England playing Denmark and England playing Italy. So, um, you know, people were still positive at that time. <laughs> and uh, the final then happened. And we had a result. It was close. It was close. It was deserved to be close, really, because they both fought off some extreme competition to get there. Dairy Milk Caramel versus the Snickers. Who do you think won? Do you already know who won? Can you contain your excitement? Are you screaming at whatever is playing this podcast to you right now? For God's sake, man, just tell us what won. All right, I will. The winner of the Chocolate Bar World Cup was the Dairy Milk Caramel. There you go. Dairy Milk Caramel is the nation's favourite chocolate bar, according to the exhaustive research that happened in that process, the Chocolate Bar World Cup. Huge commiserations to the Snickers. Still, you know, second best out of 32 is pretty good. Um, you know, you think of ones that didn't make it through. All those ones that fell by the wayside, Kit Kat Chunky, Yorkie, Fry's Chocolate Cream. I'm so sorry for them. Even a Galaxy Ripple. You know, it was it was unbelievable. But yeah, Dairy Milk, formerly Cadbury's Caramel, was the winning chocolate bar and therefore officially recognised as the UK's favourite. By me, at least, anyway. <laughs> so there we go. I hope it's been interesting for me to bring you those results. It's been nice to discuss quite a few different chocolate bars. Uh, I said it may be a truncated podcast. I think it's going to be quite a bit shorter than our regular ones, but I've still managed to squeeze by the time I fully signed off over 35 minutes out of this effort. So, uh, you know, not to be sneezed at. Certainly not in COVID times anyway, without a face mask on. Uh, but I hope you guys are all doing incredibly well. Thank you so much for your continued support of this podcast. I hope you haven't uh, decided to switch off because the hill wasn't here because you know, I've proved I can do it without the hill for half the time, at least. He only needs to speak for 25 minutes and we'd have an hour. So maybe we should keep that ratio going even when we're both together. <laughs> no, he will be back again very shortly. He's otherwise indisposed this week. 
But um, remember, we've got many, many previous episodes of Feud for Thought available from wherever you get your podcasts. So please check out some of our former ones if you haven't listened to all the past ones. Have a look at the library there. Um, There's over 20 to choose from at the moment. So do have a look back. We'd very much appreciate it. And anything, we really do want to hear from our listeners. And not just that you're loving the podcast or you'd like to hear this instead and you'd like us to focus on this, which you are welcome to tell us. But just tell us about the things in that particular episode that you've listened to, whether you agree with them. Um, And yeah, tweet us at Feud Thoughts. Just send us a little tweet that says, hi, guys, if that's all you really want to do, that is fine. If you want to get down into the nitty gritty of it and actually share your views, we will give you a shout out in a future episode uh, for being brave enough to share those views. We'll give you a mention and credit you for them. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks so much. Next time we do this, well, I might force the hill to do one on his own now because I've done one on my own. Um, But, yeah, next time, hopefully we'll be back together and uh, the team will be reunited to bring you yet another feud for thought tweet us at feud thoughts get us from wherever you get your podcasts check out our entire library i've been ben simmons i've brought you a podcast about chocolate bars it won't be the last time you hear about food in this podcast but uh, i'll speak to you all again very soon thanks so much everybody for now take care take it easy bye-bye <laughs>